Hey there, friend. What's up? How's it going? Hope you're still hanging in there. So today we have a exclusive interview with Nina Diaz. We will be talking about many great subjects. Thanks for listening in, first of all. Yes. So, uh, <clears throat> um, so we, what happened was um, we were actually able to get Nina in the studio previously, like two weeks ago. Those of you that follow us on Instagram know because we posted about it. But somebody did not know what she was doing. So did not record any other audio but herself. And that person's me. So <laughs> so that that's okay. So, you know, that was a whole episode that just did not uh, get recorded. Sorry that y'all missed it because <laughs> I didn't record any of that. Yeah, you're you're never going to hear any of that. Unfortunately, <laughs> I apologize. That's my bad. But, you know, you live and you learn, right? Yeah. That's We're learning, baby. That's okay. how it goes. Yeah. But it's okay because luckily Nina Diaz is amazing and she was uh, willing to give us a second chance. Yes, obviously, because we're awesome people to talk to. Yeah, of course, obviously. <laughs> um, so, you know, we get this is our redemption episode i guess in a way we could just pretend it didn't happen but but you know you that's know, lying the second interview is always better we all we all know that mm -hmm. and yeah honestly i mean we just had a whole conversation with nina diaz exactly we were there we were there we she were there, there. y'all weren't she knows. but we were she was there yeah she knows and she you're, knows you're lucky that. that you're gonna hear this interview mm -hmm. so yeah, you're welcome. We're just gonna, <laughs> if you have a problem with it, you can fight us. That's fine. Anyway, so with our last conversation, I promise I didn't mess it up just to talk to you again. It was just... Oh, it's cool. I mean, that would be pretty like smooth if you're like, oh, no, a lot. It's like when like the, the person goes over to somebody's house and they're drinking coffee and they're like, oops, I spilled the coffee on my shirt. I guess I have to take it off. It's like in Ghost. Like when yeah. he does that, it's like, it's pretty smooth. Yeah. Nah, I, I was like... Do you do you have to? So that's all good. I walk around yeah. with stains on my shirt all the time. It's Same. fine. <laughs> he could have just stayed in it. And then I was like, wouldn't that coffee hurt him? Like really hot? Did it not burn you? <laughs> like, uh, like, yeah. But if you get a if you get a message from me um, in two weeks saying this one didn't record either, then um, you know it's. <laughs> then I'd be like, all right. Then I'm like, I guess no, I just have to drive over there. And, <laughs> and then and then and then we do it in person, right? And then you message me again, and you're like, oh, it still didn't work. And then I'm like, let's just, all right, let's just all move in together. Let's like it just, just it just progresses yeah. to that. It's like what? How? Just have a podcast we're roommates. Yeah, we're What's all going roommates. On? We live. In yeah, the same now house. we live together. And yeah. we record a weekly podcast yeah. because <laughs> that that never works. That never yeah. it never gets never done. Works. Never gets aired. Listen to it. <laughs> In another dimension. The what is it? FBI agent? No, the NSA. Yeah. Whoever is, uh, you know, in my camera heard yeah. that recording. They heard everything. Yeah, they had National it. Security. They had it. The, time, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, they're the original iCloud. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they have everything. They have everyone's like <laughs> naked bodies. Uh, oh already, like, right? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Definitely, they have, they have seen everyone naked by this time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll have another episode on that. Okay. I would be afraid that there was somebody watching me in the bathroom because I, because mm -hmm. uh, one time I saw something as a kid where I think it was, don't quote me on this, but I want to say Chuck Berry 
the, the, the musician, mm-hmm. like had some weird thing where he was either peeking at somebody in a bathroom oh. or there was a camera in the bathroom. I don't know if you want to fact check that, but but some, seeing something like that made my brain freak out. So I this couldn't use my um, high school bathroom. Like I felt weird to wow. use it. What if there's somebody Ooh. watching me? Like it was a weird phobia thing yeah. i had for no a but second. it's totally understandable yeah. like yeah, the people yeah, yeah there's some cameras and shit like, yeah that's the stuff i'd be looking for you know and it's like who th- thinks of these things who why are you putting fucking cameras? yeah actually yeah i actually saw a, a conspiracy video about how airbnb they uh-huh. don't have to disclose where the cameras are inside the home so they could just say oh there's camera for security reasons and then like there's the obvious one like in the living room and one outside but they could have hidden ones like in the restrooms in the bedrooms oh wow and it's like totally a legal loophole so they could use that and do that i'm like uh <laughs> that's yeah, insane like, yeah i watched that too and i'm like there's a movie um i think it's called the rental yeah i think it's, it's on hulu it's called the rental and it, it's it's basically a story like that like they're being fucking watched and they're like wow the camera and that's <laughs> insane I'm sure that's where you get all these porns from, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't watch porn though. I don't. I, don't, I assume. I, I assume. Yeah. They're just like you know how to how to get content and not pay anybody. Oh, do it, do it illegally. Do it. And it's legal. <laughs> that's it like with everything, right? Yeah. That's like that's insane. Okay. Like, <laughs> at least get me in on the yeah. cut yeah it's like whatever what's her face uh kardashian the mm-hmm. mom yeah. Yeah. she's like all right this happened we're it's just gonna make out. a i'm gonna leak it i'm mm-hmm. gonna we're gonna make some money off of this yeah yeah it's just genius but it's like evilly genius yeah. but i mean anything to pay my student loans so i'm yeah. <laughs> so we were gonna start off with going ahead and, and reintroducing the subjects that we kind of talked about last time we did one go ahead <laughs> i'm sorry i just like that in the first five minutes we talk about bathroom porn <laughs> and yeah, like, oh conspiracies God. yeah but that, that's, that's exactly why we need to have these conversations yeah. because you know there's not enough women out there who want to talk about these things it's like yeah, yeah. You, you can talk about that yeah okay taco fest what's gonna happen are you still interested in that possibility of doing Taco Fest, can you go into detail for this, Nina? I'd, please? I'd love, I'd love to share. Okay, so um, with Taco Fest, well, the, the short answer is no. Girl in a Coma will not be playing Taco Fest, um, and most likely won't be playing together indefinitely. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, because at first I was like, never. But then, yeah. you know, as time <laughs> progresses. I can't. I can't ever say never. I can. Um, I know. I can follow my um, my mental health and. But yes. in the near future, I'm gonna say no. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna say it's a hard no. Um, mm-hmm. And and just to give a little back information on that, when when it comes to, uh, girl in a coma, I've started to become more publicly open about the the exact end time, which was 2018, is when we officially broke up. When I officially broke up the band. Mm-hmm. Um, it was still a little questionable about, well, are like, you know, like the, the, the stages of grief, maybe yeah. too, of like, is you deny it and a bargaining every, like, I think we g- genuinely went through all of that in our, in our own ways. Yeah. Um, and even the fans too. So with us playing this, um, reunion show, 
um, it was definitely giving some hope, of course, right? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, maybe they are going to be back together. But um, the reason why I ended the group is just because, you know, it was just time energetically, um, uh, creatively uh, as well. Mm -hmm. um, I wish them the best. I really do. Um, and I mean, especially Fani. She's my sister. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I hope she's okay. Um, but at the, at the moment, I'm, I'm not speaking with them. And it's um, a choice that I made. And, and I'm open about that, too, because boundaries are okay to set, even if yes. it's family. Um, because if you need time to heal, you need time to heal. Right. Um, and again, not wishing anything malicious on them. Um, it's just a matter of my mental health. And but really, there were a lot of attempts for us to, to have uh, some sort of balanced energy again, but you can't put a circle with a square sometimes. And, and um, my temperament, I just know what I can handle in my life right now. And that's, that's just an energy that I can't have if I want to continue down the path that I'm seeking. Right. Because, um, you know, important. they're on their own. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is, you know, and, and it's never to say, oh, I'm, I'm so much better than y'all. And I, like, why don't y'all just can't be, why don't y'all be like me? Like, it's yeah. never anything yeah. like that. It's just, um, we just don't click, yeah. you know, yeah. just some things just don't click anymore. Mm -hmm. And again, when it comes to family with, with Fani, um, that's definitely something I hope to work out later in yeah, life. Definitely. But, um, mm -hmm. but again, it's, it's not something you have to feel rushed to do just because, you know, like the saying of, oh, it's family through thick and thin, you have mm -hmm. to do it's yes. like, no, Thank you for sometimes on that. Yes. Especially, you know, growing up in Texas where, you know, you're surrounded by your family, especially yeah. coming from uh, a Mexican family. It's very disrespectful. It's told to you if you're not putting your family first, family should be first, you know, but um, not that nothing. Is, some some people, that's the way they flow. And that's really good. And I, um, you know, I do give them props. But yeah, like, you know, there's a not too many people who are willing to go ahead and and put themselves first in a lot of situations yeah. and sometimes you have things to work out and y your family should um, really be understanding of that because they love and care about you yeah definitely because as our generations change even the idea of marriage is some people don't want to get married now or have kids you know Hello. um <laughs> there there was <laughs> you know like and it's okay and, and when it there was the reason why our minds were set in, at a certain time was for the strength and safety of that time mm -hmm. um but as things obviously are getting more awakened and open and 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 certain subjects are, are are hitting the light you have to shift with it too it doesn't mean you don't have a heart it doesn't yeah. mean you don't have compassion it just means that you have self-compassion now i think there's more self-compassion happening and sometimes when people have self-compassion it can look like they're being selfish and yeah. um, that's not, not necessarily the case so again, I just think it's important for people to understand that boundaries are okay to set. And like you said, it's, it is that kind of, if you love them, let them go. If they come back, mm -hmm. then it was meant to be kind of thing. Right. And it's kind of a little bit of that mentality of like, you can set a boundary and then, you know, if, if, thing, if the universe is like, go ahead and reconnect, then it'll happen. You know, you don't have to yeah. put yourself in uncomfortable situations. Um, I know there's radical acceptance. It's, it's an energy thing. It really is an energy of listening to your body, listening to your, your um, chakras, you know, really, uh, and even yes. your, your yeah. auric body. All of it will tell you something. And sometimes there are some people where, you know, you ever hear that word, oh, that's just the way they are. Oh, you know how they are. Oh, my God. And sometimes it could be a lovable thing. 
but then and there's that radical acceptance of, okay, yeah, that's how they are. But then there's the other side of, that's how they are. And it's kind of clashing with me to, to feel um, comfortable, you know, even if, again, even if it's family. Right. So, yeah, there is radical acceptance of some people. And then there's a time to set boundaries, whether it's friends or family. Um, it doesn't have to be a, a, a drawn out like a war of anything. It could just be I yeah. just need some space, you know. Uh, and exactly. then however people want to perceive it is how people want to perceive it. And when it comes to girl in a coma, um, you know, that's why I, I'm talking about things. And, and yeah, I waited a while to talk about it because I remember when when we did break up, um, they did post something, uh, Jen and Fani, about girl in a coma breaking up. And then they had their own remarks about things. And then um, mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, someone from a paper here in San Antonio had uh, messaged me to say, hey, do you want to comment on this? And that was actually the same day I was moving to L.A. And I was like, no, like, I'll, I'll talk when I'm ready. Like, I have no comment right now. I, yeah. I don't I don't I'll talk when I feel like I'm ready to talk about it. And um, that that's a smart move. That is a smart move. Thank you. Yeah, because I mean, like, isn't our first instinct sometimes to defend ourselves, <laughs> you know, and to one be like, wait, yeah. here's my side, you know? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. We just as a collectively, you know, part of, you know, both fan bases, we want to genuinely say that we accept that, even though that it doesn't matter what we think at all, because it's it's yeah. your decision, your life, and this is your career. Like, we just want to like genuinely say like. Thank you for for letting us know th know that you know and also like we we accept what you're saying like that that's healthy for you. Thank you. And you're you're still producing music and doing something that you love and we love that product that you develop because it is authentic and you're you're talking about real topics and real life problems and and it's very gr it's great to hear that someone's yeah. you know dealing with that in a healthy manner and not like how you said like an aggressive way or trying to you know prove yourself right. you know of your worth like that's that's awesome thank you so it's much awesome. yeah you know and then when it comes to the fans there of course yeah there's a chunk of people that are like why no how what are you doing mm -hmm. and then there's the other part that's <laughs> okay and then then like accepting and then there's the other part that were never they weren't girl in a coma fans they saw me solo so it's like and, and yeah. then they see oh you're in this other band so and the same thing with them with with Faya you know they they have their new group yeah, of people true. coming and then even the music they're making with Faya it's definitely music I know they wanted to make for a long time of, of pure punk sound mm -hmm. and and I, I like mm -hmm. to say sometimes if you miss girl in a coma then put Faya and my solo stuff on at the same time and maybe <laughs> then you'll hear the clash of that's what made the yeah. girl in a coma sound. <laughs> so if you if you there miss you us with new material, just put a Faya album and Nina Diaz solo album on yeah. at once, and then I think it'll there satisfy. I haven't tried it myself, but my mom has heard us when we were practicing in different rooms. So mm -hmm. I'm sure. Oh. Um, yeah, I'm sure it would be an interesting she, thing. But we'll, yeah, we'll need to get her in to confirm that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, she's all the different types of music she's heard here in this in this house. It's it's crazy. Of uh, when when they have their when they started Faya and then Jorge Pop Pistol, like his band practiced here for a while. If if these walls could talk, oh, it's wow. definitely an interesting <laughs> home that that's slowly becoming that that's our studio space now. The, yeah. That that I'm I'm making really my new cool. album with. But yeah, with, with Girl in a Coma. 
It's really sweet of you to say that because um, it is it is a it does take time. You know, even if it's a decision that is best mm-hmm. for you to make, um, there's still a grieving, you know, even even good things Process, to celebrate. Yeah. yeah, exactly. There's something good that happens to you. You're going to go through processing it. You know, I think it's good to process um, because like we were talking about earlier when when it's uh, you learn from your failures more than your victories. But it's also mm-hmm. enjoy your victories. Like that's something that I'm starting to uh, tell myself of when something good happens to know I deserve it, you know, and not, oh, it's yeah. good, but I have to do something else. Or I have to prove something else, yeah. you know, like to, to know, like, no, like, go ahead. You're good at soaking, like telling my, you're good at feeling <laughs> really sorry for yourself sometimes. So why don't you change the, 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 the dialect of that and, and actually feel good about your victories and know that you can have confidence yeah. and own it without um, thinking, Again, whenever a woman shows confidence, they're written off as a diva or or mm-hmm. hard to work with or full of themselves. But if it's yes. if a man shows confidence, it's like, oh, he's a dependable person. So I think we just have to change yeah. uh, the way that people perceive that. And the best way to change that is how we perceive it within ourselves. Yes, yeah. that that's very important, and I'm glad you spoke on that. And just to, just a quick bit, um, yeah, like to be honest, we have heard like how you said, uh, Faya has her new. Um, project and you know you're now solo and you know as fans from from both we have seen the growth in both projects yeah. we have seen sounds that we weren't gonna hear when uh, if Corona Coma stayed together you know yeah. what I mean we were exposed to that so you know that it, it is a, a win-win situation like you're you're in a happy you <laughs> yeah. know situation you're you're doing yeah. what makes you feel comfortable and confident and we're, guess what? We still get a piece of it. Like, yeah. Still get to experience that. Yeah. I was just going to say that that's kind of like how last time when we talked, you said it, it was kind of like getting a divorce. Mm-hmm. You hope your children, um, which is us, your fans, can see, you know, you two thrive apart. Yes. Then like, you know, clash together. And I really do feel like that. Like um, there's this show I watched where like the parents were getting a divorce and the kids like, oh, so we get two Christmases. <laughs> and two birthday presents Uh and stuff i'm like that's kind of like my selfish way of uh viewing this too it's like now we get two different outlets like instead of one album like there's two albums because there's two different projects it's true yeah and what i what i had mentioned about it like a divorce of okay for instance my mom's very dedicated person but it's to see that she didn't stay in a marriage because of the kids yeah even if she was unhappy you know just to, sh- to show oh no no we just don't you don't divorce yeah. I, I see my mom as strength I see her strength of she knew she was in a situation she didn't want to be in anymore and to show her kids hey if you ever feel like you need to change you should always have the opportunity to change you know it's one thing to pull the rug out from underneath somebody right. but if you really do try and you've and there's just like all right nothing's working it, it's it's I think it's really I'd rather see that than to see somebody forcing themselves of like, all right, this is just how it is. And at at risk of something really horrible happening with I I know if I had continued on the path that I was, I might have used again. I might be dead. You know, Mm -hmm. like I just had my own again, my my temper. All three of our temperaments are different. Um, When Mm -hmm. we would play, it would make this magical thing. Right. Like when we would play together, our energies would be shining there but off stage it's a whole different world and I just know if my with the way I process things in my temperament if I had continued the way I was 
it wouldn't have been a really good thing for my life. Yeah. You know, it's, I just wasn't strong enough in, in, in that mindset there. But now I feel like it's interesting, too, with, with the divorce thing that um, it's that you, you do get to have two Christmases. You yeah. get to have these 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 different albums. And um, when it comes to the sounds, I was slowly introducing more tech things. But mm -hmm. that just I don't I never, I never want to force anybody to be something or, or, or that they don't want to be. And mm -hmm. I never want to force anybody uh, um, in a way because I, I, of course, I want to encourage people to like, you got to try, try new things, you know, because mm -hmm. obviously, yeah, I've tried a lot of things. Some <laughs> things have been really bad, <laughs> you know, like I've got, I've tried a lot of dark things. And then there's some things that's, that are scary because you don't have the answer to it and you don't, you're not yeah. going to get something new right away, especially with tech stuff. Like I'm learning more programs and stuff and I get mad at myself. Of, Why don't you just get it? Why don't you just know it? But yeah. You know, think about like think about how many hours I spent playing my guitar in my garage, and it takes time. So when you try to introduce something new, like when I try to introduce maybe using samples or something, it wasn't um, getting received in a way that felt like could actually grow. Okay. Um, at that time, I mean, who knows if they're in, in their mindset now, what they want to do. But just mm -hmm. at that time for what I needed creatively, that's when I made my first solo record because I was like, you know, just to get away as well, to have a break. Mm -hmm. It was at the beginning of my sobriety, too. It was like a trial separation, I guess, in yeah. a way. Because <laughs> um, I did have every intention of coming back and, and we mm -hmm. were going to slowly start working on some new material. But some time apart just really made some things click for me. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. so but yeah. Yeah, and we definitely just want to also shine the light on your journey of healing through that new album, that new solo album, the first one that you made. Um, Itzel and I both did attend your residency in Austin at the Belmont. Yes. That was great. I Thank would you. do it all over again if I could just go back in time. Yeah. It was fabulous, and like we, it was very intimate um, performance that we had never gotten to see before. And how you said the new sounds did resonate with us, and we enjoyed it. Um, yeah. It was Thank it, it was completely different from all other performances that we've seen you do before. Um, so we just want to, you know to, to kind of touch on that on your journey. Yeah, which by the way, um, with that residency. I was at in school at the time. Um, it was my sophomore year, I think. Um, and at that time, I was it was terrible. Like I hated it. Hard um, times. Yeah, I was doing a. I was in a major that I did not like at all. Um, but like your residency, I was taking the worst class I've ever taken that summer. Um, so mm -hmm. like you know, having your show every weekend because well, I did go to all all of them yeah yes. <laughs> I remember yeah so it's like having that every weekend was like the highlight of my summer because you know school was terrible so it was like I think it was like one of the darkest moments of my life so you know just having your shows there it was really cool so I'm, I'm so happy that, that I was able to help and I, yes. and and to understand that more now because that's the thing that starting my solo and thank you for sharing that too because mm -hmm. to be open about certain times in your life when you're yeah. like ah it was really dark like there are like fetal yeah. position crying in the shower mm -hmm. like moments <laughs> of what am I doing with my life I can't yeah. make it I can't do this I'm not I'm not strong enough like and, and thank you for sharing that like I, yeah. I and I just assume the fetal position crying because that's usually part no, of that's the dark moments that spot happen on. it's spot so, on <laughs> for you to, sh to share that and then to yeah. know when I started my solo stuff my solo music 
I started to connect even more with the fans, I feel, mm-hmm. after that. Because with Girl in a Coma, we always made it a point to go to the merch table and, and yeah. no matter what, just to talk. And then there were some moments when I had to set some boundaries. Sometimes there may be somebody that was extra grabby or something. Mm-hmm. And um, But it, it just to know, too, that it's not... There's a point where we kind of got um, spoiled with yeah. Girl in a Coma where it's like, yeah, people are going to show up. They show up, you know, oh. like there's a, I think with anything, when it becomes good, you have to be careful of just not assuming. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's always going to be like this because there's it's it's rounds, you know, things go up, things go down. It's not fearing yeah. when it goes down, but just to be aware of, of the flow of it. Right. So when I started my solo stuff with the residencies and the people that actually came, it was very um it made me feel very safe as I entered my solo career because, of course, I was questioning a lot of things. I was doubting myself, too. I was excited at the same time because yeah. it's like I'm, I'm taking a break. And, and the way people perceived it um, was awesome. You know, it, I, I will say that my first show at the Tobin Center uh, in San Antonio mm-hmm. before the actual album release, I played outside of the Tobin Center and um, I had this whole thing planned with like, uh, there's visuals in the background um, and the set was like very organized, you know, and, and there wasn't really a lot of talking in between. It was more mm-hmm. of here's my here's a presentation of the music. And after every song, it felt like, do you like it? Because sometimes like the crowd was clapping, but then mm-hmm. they were also I don't know if it was the visuals like. I felt very confused afterwards. Mm. And I think they were also confused. I think we were just all confused because maybe <laughs> they were assuming, oh, she's going to sound like girl in a coma. She's going to yeah. sound I like what exactly we know her to sound what, like. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And then, but me being an emotional Pisces, you know, sometimes I'm like, what? what? They don't like it. They don't like <laughs> it. Like, they, like, oh, what am I doing? Like, is it too much? Like, why don't they like it? It's good, though. Like, it's like yeah. you, you have like this, this weird conversation in your mind. But then I also had to take a step back and realize, you have to introduce them to this yeah. as well. You know, you have to like, it's there. They showed up, which is great. Like that's the mm-hmm. first thing to show up. But then before that, to introduce them, and that's why with this new album that I'm making, it's like I want to introduce the ideas and and the looks and the sounds yeah. rather than just going bam. Here's my new album. Um, just digest yeah. it. You know, figure it <laughs> out. Like I, I feel like it's it's also healing for me this time around even more healing for me this time around to kind of guide through the inner workings of my mind and uh, creatively um and i think that that's helping people connect a little more too with with the new music that i'm writing and also to get more comfortable with the idea that uh girl in a coma's done you know yeah, because right. it's going to take some time to really let that kind of sit in with some fans and and I, I i respect that and i understand that you know even there was a moment when I'd see comments and it would get to me and my defense would come up and it, I'd be like, this is good for me. You know, yeah. like, you don't know, you know, but <laughs> exactly. then I have to push that down and just say like to myself, like they see a certain side and they're allowed exactly. to feel whatever they're going to feel. And I just have to keep doing what I'm doing. And, and if they want to stick around, they'll stick around. And if they don't, it's okay. Yeah. 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 We, they can go and buy, you know, a couple of vinyls. Well, girl yeah. in a coma, be like, you yeah. want it? You want to get that intimate sound? Go ahead. You know, you can you can still buy the music. It's not like it's yeah. gone. Yeah, there's exactly. Like, there's YouTube, you can. Yes, <laughs> exactly. I mean, that that's kind of what I've been doing with this um, shutdown and no live performances. Mm-hmm. Live performances. I'm just like typing up band YouTube. name live. <laughs> on YouTube, yeah. Listening to it and 
you know, crying to myself, but it's okay. <laughs> we'll no, that's it. awesome. <laughs> it's that's it's it's a part of, like to l- allow yourself to let go that way, right? Like yeah. to right. just like feel. I feel like that's what I'm working through right now. I I, I think I do still have this defense up. Um, to just I'm, I'm like chiseling away at something like I could visually see it and feel it at times mm-hmm. but to be completely like ah uh, like just open and feeling and showing um I don't I don't think I've ever been on this path like this this strong since maybe I was like 12 years old or something you know wow. like when I first started playing guitar when I first started sharing of, of this is something that I love to do and, and writing music um because things went in different areas. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, it feels yeah. good. And then th- there's moments where, you know, like it feels, um, it's going to feel awkward whenever you're stepping into a new part of your life or whenever you're breaking a certain pattern or um, you're stopping a certain habit in your life. It does feel very awkward. It feels uncomfortable. Yeah. It's just the same right. as detoxing from something, you know, and it, yeah. you get the shakes, you get sweaty, you get... You just everything like all day today. I'm like, I'm feeling so many emotions. I'm not pregnant. You know, like, I, like, I'm like, I know I'm not, I know I'm not pregnant. Uh, yeah, I, with I'm creativity. Just... You're pregnant with creativity. Yeah, there's a lot of ideas, uh, you know, and, and uh, you don't have the answers to things like you're mm-hmm. just kind of all day today. And then tomorrow's the full moon in Libra, which is all about balance, too, and, and letting go of what's stopping you from really coming into your, your own. So I'm like, OK, like, I'm, <laughs> I, get I feel it. it. I'm feeling you. <laughs> yeah, it's a little ma- a little manic at times. That's why I'm like, I'm just going to edit videos today and like we're going to talk. Just going to keep it chill and what's going to be is going to be. That is exactly um, the energy that like I feel like most people don't recognize that they could be using to put to use because I do find myself mm-hmm. doing things like that, sometimes uh, obsessing over small things. And I'm like, you know what? You want to really fucking do something? Let me give you something productive yeah. to do, you know? I'll make content or make yeah. something, you know? And me, Etzel, and I uh, have completely different schedules <laughs> at time. Yeah, so I will be up, uh, you know, not at work editing, if anyone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'll be up, like, 3, 4 in the morning or 2, 3 in the morning or whatever, you know, because I work overnight. Um, and I'll be doing something, you know, instead of, like, sitting there be like, oh, I hate my fucking job or I'm never yeah. going to, like, go further and I'm like oh you know what if anything I can just go in this podcast and just like do this you know so yeah yeah like you know having with child with creativity Mm -hmm. I feel like that's totally a thing that's totally a thing and I feel like as women like we're our creativity is usually suppressed um and it's Mm -hmm. not you know we're over creative sometimes or we're pushed to be like oh she talks too much or this and that but if it's a male like you know what I mean they're like oh he's so intelligent or he's so charismatic like you know what I mean like he's he's a leader it's just like no well you know if you're not open to other people's ideas you know you won't you won't create your own yeah you know so I think exactly you know you're you're inspiring for people to to do that to top, tap into that kind of energy that I believe that we all have thank you I, I actually do edit at work <laughs> but that's like a, a different thing but you know um, like it's just a tough uh, situation um, so I'm just like ah oh, this is so like terrible right so it's like to kind of get myself out of thinking that I will go through and like edit things it's a rare when I just put on a movie to watch it because mm-hmm. usually I'm like doing something else while I'm like it's on right like I'm planning the things or drawing or I'm like not really there it's just more of like in the background kind of thing Mm -hmm. yeah but one of the questions that's in it of uh what what's the number one thing that people hate the number one thing is their job 
Yeah. Usually that, that <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then I thought, I thought about that. And I was like, I don't hate my job. Like, because, and then I, yeah. cause I, you, you forget sometimes like, oh, this is a making music and, and putting it out there. It's, it's artistic. It's also a job. And I yeah. thought, well, what's the number one thing I hate then? Like, I hate bullies. Like, that's what I hate. Like, I don't like, I, I hate bullies. Like, anybody that belittles someone or anybody that, uh, like, I guess that would fill my number one spot. But to, yeah. but to be in that mindset of somebody's number one answer of being to hate their job, it's like, damn, that sucks. <laughs> so, what yeah. you say? Yeah. That, I was I, cause then, because then I think, like, what, what, what is, like, what, is, what, ha- like, why? Like, why does it have to be like that? Is it yeah. out of necessity or is it out of, like, yeah. I think it just depends. The job itself, I do love it. I love the work I have to do, but I just hate the work culture. Okay. So it's like I dread going in because there's there's things that I work on and I'm like, okay, this thing that I have to keep doing every day has a solution, but as a company, we're choosing to overlook that. So like oh. the priorities on this part of the company. Okay, I, I, I totally understand. It's about being authentic. Yeah. You know, like you're trying to be your authentic self and say, wait, like this is totally something that I, this could be a fix that mm-hmm. will fix everything else mm-hmm. down exactly. the road. But they're so used to it that it's like people don't want, don't want to shake up the routine right. yes. because if you shake up the routine, that makes a reflection on themselves of, okay, well, what do I have to change about myself yeah. now? Like, because mm-hmm. then they have to relearn things because that's why it is a hard thing to make a change yeah. because, and especially in a group, in a unit, because <laughs> if one person change, changes, it's either are y'all going to come along with me mm-hmm. or do I have to pretend like I'm not seeing what I'm seeing and yeah. come along with y'all? Exactly. And then exactly. it's like, yeah. uh, I gotta go. Yeah. Then it's, so I understand. I, I totally understand that <laughs> when it's like, all right, um, I can't overlook some things. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to step on out. That's so frustrating. I'm, yeah. s- I'm sorry that that's happening <laughs> yeah, there. Like, nah, you know, it's like, okay, it pays the bills. That's all that matters right now. Yeah. So it's, it, the, the good thing is, though, that I can switch careers. Just a quick, you know, um, for people who don't know Excel personally, you know, that are listening right now, Excel is a very driven, strong woman. As long as I have known her, she knows how to get shit done. If there is something that needs to get done, she will get it done. For all my, you know, Latino, Mexican, American, uh, Central Americans, all y'all who work in, in the United States, mm-hmm. When they're like, oh, we need a Spanish speaker. Okay, well, you need to make sure you're getting paid for that, okay? Mm, because yes. a lot of stuff like that, being the token, um, you know, brown person in the office, that is like a major thing that I feel like people don't mm. like to talk about. Yeah. And you're just supposed to shut up and be like, oh, it's your people. Like, you got it. It's like, no, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't mind doing that. But also, like, can you can you go ahead and make it worth my while at least if you're going to be making me stop what I'm doing? Yeah. Go do this, you know? I feel like those those are right. skills. Those are skills. Language. It definitely. Be, having a dual language is a skill. Even if you just don't, if you don't know how to speak it all the way, if you can understand it, you're contributing to that company. You're contributing. Okay. And speaking of skills, definitely. we want to ask you, Nina, what skills have you accumulated <laughs> over this time? This um, is a smooth transition. <laughs> yes. And how and how did those skills help you become a better musician? Like. Oh yeah, yeah. You you spoke to us about um, having to get your your first day job was it your first day job in LA like yeah so well uh, my first first day job ever I, I've had a couple odd jobs mm-hmm. throughout 
my life since I was 17, usually that they, they've been in um, sales. Okay. You know, like my first job job was uh, I had applied at Whataburger. Okay. Nice. By my house and like some fast food places, but. They're like, we can't hire you because you don't have experience. Yeah. But then that's always like, well, how am I yeah. going to get the experience if you don't hire me? It's exactly. like this catch-22 thing. So then I went to the mall and Claire's Boutique, you know that oh, shop, yes. Claire's? Oh, yes. They used to be my store. <laughs> uh, and it's, it's really easy to take things from there. <laughs> <laughs> I know, they're not like, do you need anything? They're uh, like, <laughs> like, it's everything's so small. It's like, <laughs> um, but I was 17. Yeah. I was 17 at the time. So the different mindset. No, no longer but are I, we but, shoplifting from Claire. Yeah, I'm, not, no, no. I'm not. Sh- no, I'm not shoplifting there anymore. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, when I applied there that same day, they're like, come back. We're hired. Oh, wow. And I'm wow. like, oh, OK. And, and but that's my mind to think I need to go to a fat, fast food place yeah. right away. Like my mind is like I need to go and in the grind mm-hmm. but then the universe is like no come out here and talk to people and and look pretty and do this and you know but i had such low self-esteem too mm-hmm. that i thought no i just need to be in the back somewhere like i don't have the confidence to like sell things to people like i i, I don't like sell doubt like mm-hmm. there's a lot of doubt that i'm just now getting out of and knowing my worth more mm-hmm. you know knowing i i can talk about this i can i know what product i'm selling and i can sell it with conviction because i believe in myself and to genuinely say that and mean that of, i believe in myself at first it was like Everything you're doing, it's a, it reminds me so much of myself, too, <laughs> of whenever a compliment is thrown your way and you do the, uh, yeah, like, it's, it's, it's like, I, I, I know that feeling. Yeah. And, but deep down, you know, you're yeah, a badass. Like, that's the thing. Is, like, yeah. deep, like, deep down, yeah. you're, it's sweet. You know, it's, it's just, it's just, yeah, it, it's very weird to, like, hear people talk to anybody mm-hmm. about myself. But then it's like. Whenever I'm alone, like, I'm actually, like, a very cocky person. Like, with people, I'm like, no, yeah, I got this. Like, don't worry. Yeah, it's me. Come on. And then, (laughs) but, like, if somebody else says it, I'm like, wait, no, I I say that. I'm like, wait, that's, (laughs) yeah, it's weird. I understand that. I understand that. Like, that's, that's where my energy Mm -hmm. was more around. And I'm still getting out of it. Because, like, when I'm editing stuff, I'm like, God, I'm good. Yeah. You know, like, (laughs) like, and I'm, like, looking, I'm like. Okay, yeah, you know, yeah. and when I present it to somebody else, so I'm like, do you like it? Did you like it? Yeah, you know, like it's this, but I, it's it's knowing to still keep that energy of you know you're good, mm-hmm. you know, and and you're presenting it and you're sharing and but then yeah, there is that line of of knowing you're gonna mess up sometimes, mm-hmm. but that's when you learn from it. You know, you don't have to always feel like I always get things done and I'm amazing, yeah. you know, and I'll never ever mess up because when it, it it's just how you perceive the mess ups. You yeah. know, they don't have to knock you completely on your ass, and that's what I'm learning now. That when it comes back to skills, there. Okay, when it comes to okay, the odd jobs, a lot of sales. When I moved to LA, I thought that oh, my label's gonna help me, my publishing company. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna find a job because I moved over there, yeah, to get away, to 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 reconnect with myself, and also my publishing company is there. So sometimes a publishing company will set you up to write with other people to make uh, specific songs for like commercials or mm-hmm. something, or even songs for the other for the other artist or for yourself, which is something that I want to walk more into mm-hmm. on that path of, of writing for other people mm-hmm. but then also you know like uncle jesse and joey in full house when they'd write the little jingles oh, yeah. and stuff like that like more opportunities of doing that because it's also exercising your your craft of yes oh you want this kind of song here you go like it doesn't mean necessarily have to love it it's just you know you're capable of doing yeah. it 
and and you you know you turn it in so it's it's a whole exercising that craft in that side so i thought oh yeah this this is how it's going to be i'm going to do a lot of that no like that's not what happened yeah. at all and it's not a bad thing because then it, it it made me um very vulnerable but it also made me like reprogram my brain mm-hmm. to know you can have a vision of what you want but sometimes the universe is going to give you what you need yeah exactly you know it's going to give you exactly what you need yeah and I, and it and it totally put me in the direction of getting more in tune with my spirituality because I was always I mean my mother taught me the rosary I was raised Catholic mm-hmm. um, but also dipped around to different religions as I got older you know with Krishna um, and then for a moment I was an atheist mm-hmm. and then but then back to finding spirit when I when I got you know it's just, it's just part yeah. of the lifestyle right and just think people in general we we have the luxury of being able to um, experiment. Um, here yes um you know like other places it's like no yeah Yeah. exactly this is what you do and and i feel like a lot of people aren't open to talk about things like that also i i -hmm. think it is important for people to question your beliefs you know what i mean yeah and you're told um i'm also raised catholic and um i've done all my sacraments and i did everything i needed to do so i went to all classes Yes, uh, my name. Wow, my, I didn't get that far. Yeah, yeah. Come me, on, we did our rosary. <laughs> we had uh, Jesus. We had Jesus pictures and, and a yes, lot of uh, guilt. Same. We have a lot of guilt mm-hmm. and rosary. Yes, and but with doing all those classes and memorizing all the prayers, I've showed my boyfriend uh, many of the prayers that I had to memorize as a wow. middle school child. Okay, and wow. you know, so that was really embedded. And you're taught. Uh, my godmother was very strict. Her family was very strict. I was often le- left um, with her because my family thought that I went goth and oh, that no. I was I oh, was you know yes because we're oh. in a Hispanic family you know if, if Mika is over here walking around and all black with long sleeves and she wants and she will yes uh, so, you needed to get saved yeah, so they and, went and, and threw me in my the classes demons. and I was just oh, there like yes. angsty middle schooler you, you know mom. yeah you just don't understand mom like and you know and they teach you that then there and yeah. I um you know my family would bring it up they're like yeah and then she went goth oh my it's god like, <laughs> it's like no like um I you know I had questions and I yeah. was taught in, in those classes to not ever question those things oh. don't question anything thing if you question your faith like you're you're something is wrong with you and well, right. you're not dedicating your life to Jesus and this is the whole reason why you're supposed to be here and um I you know even as an adult I have I have trouble like uh, telling people things like that I had trouble explaining to them because I don't fully understand that logic yeah, yeah. I don't I don't fully understand that I don't understand why it's supposed yeah. to be cut and dry that way I like for instance I was um, shamed once um, by my godmother when I told her that I tried a, a, a new teen church club and she was like well what kind of church was it and I was like I don't know I think it was like Baptist or something uh-huh. and she was very upset she was like why are you going to a church that is not of Catholic descent or wow. why are you e- even if it wasn't the church that I was baptized in it would you know it was a, there's a lot of stigma there's a lot of stigma for that. And growing up with yeah. that and, you know, at the time when I look back, I, I was going through, I don't know, maybe I was depressed as a as a, a middle school child, like, uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you're a teenager, though. <laughs> like, you're allowed to be. Like, it's part of, of finding yourself. And you're an artist, too. You know, just as a person, 
in general, we're going to go through that, especially if you have that creativity, that creative side where you can, which is almost everybody too, but some people suppress it. You're going to feel like really feel your emotions. And then unfortunately, our our parents or whoever our guardians are and their mentality and how they were raised, they weren't taught the tools on how to talk to somebody that is creative. Like even if it's their own child of how to encourage it rather than to make them feel shame for it. Exactly. Of, of, of it's a strong thing to question. It's it's good to have questions. And then the, sometimes there's a family that says, no, no, no. Yeah. You just don't ask. And then at a at, between the ages of, of 13 and, and 15, 16, like those are very prime times in your mind where you're developing your your confidence. And what should I do? and What should I not do? So if somebody's telling you that it's going to yeah. stunt, it's going to sting you. It's going to hurt when you get older and you're trying to have confidence in talking about something but in the back of your mind it's going to say no 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 you're not supposed to do yeah. this because of that time of unfortunately your whether yeah. it's your parents or whoever it is they didn't know the magnitude of what they were doing exactly. by saying that you know of it's and but you still question things which is yeah great. which is is totally true and I, I think about that too i'm like when did this happen when did i start feeling like this or when why was i uncomfortable i feel like for sure like they thought that i was just like such a dark child and my ass was over <laughs> here getting honor roll in fucking middle school and i was you know in band i was in karate like i was doing all these i wow. was in journalism like i was doing all of these different outlets you know I would stay after school for karate practice I would go to tournaments and you know that's the shit that saved me like honestly my electives kept my ass busy out of trouble if not I would have fucking like been in the streets like my those you know like all this (laughs) parents fear yeah that's that's insane to me because it's like the same thing I feel like our religion is what people were like basing our value at because like I also went through um it's not a face though let me clarify because I'm emo for life but um, (laughs) 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 but you know in middle school in high school yeah like you know you would dress super tight skinny jeans you know they were that was the fashion like people forget about that yeah you know but I was the same after school like activities extracurriculars straight a's in my report cards but they're like oh but like but she you don't, don't pray yeah. and like you're, you're wearing skulls and it's yeah. like you don't do your right. hair Mika. Yeah. why don't you do yeah. your hair oh, why yeah, don't you, you have to do the yeah you know, they, my, the emo suit. <laughs> you know like i was told once by like a family member when they see me they're like oh but you need to start dressing like a lady oh my god and i was like i yeah. hate that i'm sorry that just irritates me like i'm already uncomfortable with my like my fucking hips spreading and you're over here telling me i'm not doing enough it's like oh what do you mean i can't be a size two forever what do you mean like (laughs) what the fuck yeah and a lot of it is is there is there everyone has to especially the older generation they have to put in their two cents right like oh that's good but Mm -hmm this Mm -hmm. would be even better it's and that's what we're gonna we're we're changing Mm -hmm. now of how we even speak to our friends but especially how we talk to ourselves because I can't I I do that to myself where it's like okay that's good but you should do this and then I have to tell myself wait that's not you talking that's how other people have talked to you in the past when you're feeling confident about something or trying something new but they have to put you to this standard where it's like wait where have you gone Mm -hmm. in your life what if you like now I'm changing the, the the narrative where I'm instead of 
thinking, oh, I have to raise to their standard. I think, well, who's the person telling me this? Yeah. Like, is it somebody that I can truly respect? Exactly. Is it somebody that has actually gone outside of their box? Like, of somebody that I should take this opinion to heart. But there's some that are just like, no, nah, I'm just going to throw my two cents because I know it's it's going to mess you yeah. up. And even to them, though, they won't even remember saying it to yeah. you. But you'll but remember. To you, you're going to yeah. remember it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you for, yeah. for touching on that. that. That's some realness out there. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. Yeah. But it's – and the, the emo, yeah, it is for life. It's the way that you – you express yes, it that can exactly. change. Yeah. Whether it's in your clothing, whether it's in your exactly. um, even having this having the podcast and you know, being able to talk about certain subjects. It's gonna find new ways of expressing it. That that's just always gonna be something that's in your mind and then you just have a an out a different way mm-hmm. of expressing it and then you call in those other like minded people and then you, you push away those that don't fit anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. You know, that it's just to be okay with that. And with the the core around all of that is the spirituality, right? Yes, like right. Of, of still, whether it's believing in yourself, believing in a higher power, God, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, I believe in a higher power. You know, I, I believe in Mother Mary. Mm-hmm. I believe in Oshun. I believe in um, Morgan. You know, like there's different goddesses energy that, that will attract, that I will feel very called mm-hmm. to. And, and saints as well, you know, St. Jude, St. Joseph, yes. you know, it's, it's, what they represent mm-hmm. that I will attach to and it'll just feel right. Yeah. But all of this didn't get stronger until after I had gotten a job in, in Los Angeles working at a metaphysical shop. Mm-hmm. And it was it was called House of Intuition. And the way I found it and they're really sweet, like they're really awesome. Mm-hmm. Like the, is, I learned a lot while I was there. Um, owned by these uh, uh, two women, um, they're they're a lesbian couple and they're uh, Latinx as well. Wow, like they're awesome. just like doing it, yeah. you know. And um, I met some really great healers there that that are still friends of mine that constantly inspire me. But I didn't really like when I was when I found House of Intuition, I was literally following my intuition because I was looking for a botanica in the neighborhood that I was living in. uh, Because I was like, I need to get some candles and like incense Mm -hmm. and stuff. And all right, let me just follow my intuition. And my map says there's something like a botanica somewhere around here. And I'm walking and and the, the place I was looking for was way further down. Uh, like miles down but then I look up and on this certain street and house of intuition so I'm like oh well let me try this place yeah. out and they happen to be hiring as well so then I applied and and I was so nervous because like it was my first time applying mm-hmm. for a day job in a long time yeah and I'm very grateful that it had been a long time because luckily music living in San Antonio it was enough to survive yeah. right but now I'm getting my mindset out of it's not just about survive you're going to break the generational uh, curses or, or, or habit of paycheck to yeah, paycheck. Yeah. We're gonna abundance. Abundance is coming into into your life. But at that time, I was like, I need to survive. Yeah, <laughs> I need to survive here in Los Angeles. And what a great job to have as my day job there because I got to meet a lot of interesting people mm-hmm. and understand chakras more, crystal work, candle magic, the whole world. You know, and I I wouldn't really talk about it as openly until now because now I feel like I do have more of a footing and understanding in it. I didn't want to feel like imposter syndrome, yeah. you know, cuz sometimes there could be those fake spiritual people that are like, yeah. Oh, Instagram. yes, like <laughs> Yeah, you know, and it's it's like it it like with anything it can become like a fad, yeah. you know, like it's something that Yes, I like my sage, and and I'm trying not to be judgmental, you know, because to each their own, you know, but you could definitely feel the difference between, oh, this is somebody's lifestyle, like this is something that they genuinely connect to, and then as opposed to this is somebody that just wants a bunch of likes. Yeah. 
on their page or you know they pretend to be spiritual to think that it's going to make them a good person or something like that so now that I feel like I have my own connection to it I feel like I can start to talk more openly about it and then of course it's making its way into my music you know of of lyrically as well which at first felt very strange Mm -hmm. you know because the lyrics I've written in the past a lot of the times it was just free-flowing you know I just free flow a melody and then whatever came to mind write it down I'll record it listen back go to my journals because I just write poems I Mm -hmm. guess like of saying oh they're poems like I just thought it was free writing and then putting those random poems or or journal entries into the songs and then it became what it became it was rare when I'd I'd have an idea of like I'm gonna write a song about this like Sybil Vane was ill was about uh, Sybil Vane who is a character in the picture of Dorian Gray by Oscar Wilde and like we had a song a long time ago called Jim and it was about James Dean like there's certain ones where I'm like this is the subject this is what I'm, what I'm writing about mm-hmm. and now I'm getting back to that where I still free flow mm-hmm. lyrics but my spirituality and my connection to Mother Mary again to certain saints and, and uh, goddesses they're finding their way into the words into the lyrics without specifically naming them at times i do have one song called mother mary um holy mary mother in Mm -hmm. me and it is about me calling on mother mary but also calling on that strength and that shadow side yes so talking about light and shadow like i started to learn about light and shadow work while i worked at the metaphysical shop i never even knew what that was before can you give us um your 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 version of the definition of that for people who are unaware of that subject. Definitely, because there's so many things written about light and shadow. Like there's so many ideas about light and shadow and maybe light work sounds more familiar to somebody like, yeah, light work, you're a light worker, Uh, positive. Um, Maybe you you know how to heal people. Mm -hmm. Like that's something that my mind would connect with before when I'd hear the word light worker of somebody that's out to do good and to like warrior, like a a positive, everything's great, you know, but also not being toxic uh, optimism, you know, where you're pretending like everything's great, but you, you genuinely feel gratitude. You feel gratitude. So that was my idea of light work. And I thought, well, yeah, I feel I feel like a connection with light work at times in my life, uh, especially when I would have my moments of sobriety. Um, I was able to clear through things mm-hmm. and feel that the world doesn't revolve around me because I didn't realize that at times when that when I'd get those moments of nobody understands me, nobody gets me or so angry right now, I would think, oh, you're being bad. Yeah. That's a bad person. I thought it was just being a good person or a bad person. You know, let's focus on being a good person. Now, the idea of shadow work is actually those times when you feel like you're being a bad person. Mm -hmm. Like maybe you judge somebody or maybe uh, you get mad at yourself because you didn't complete something correctly and physically harm yourself. Mm -hmm. Any time where you feel like you can't look yourself in the mirror that could be considered part of shadow work because the shadow could be those things that we push away in ourselves that we don't want to see, that we want to quickly overlook yes. yeah. to be like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, I never said that. No. like you. But when you take the time to look at it and to see why did I say that, it could be really healing. It could hurt a lot, too, yeah. because you can see things about yourself that you might not necessarily like. But it's, I think it's really good work to do to find a balance because everything can't be light, right? right. But anything that has light casts a shadow. Like there's, it's just a certain, it's a balance of, and understanding that I think can help you to be more compassionate to yourself and to be compassionate to other people and also to set boundaries because with shadow work, that's also a strength of mine that is telling me when I can set a boundary, 
Like it's all, it's like somebody that's like, oh, they're here at the party and you're annoyed with them, but then they're all they they teach you something. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you can't avoid this person. They keep popping up at the party, and then when you finally look at them, they're like, here, I want to give you this cool leather jacket <laughs> because you know, like it's like this like a sour patch yeah, kid in a yeah. way. Like it's sweet and then it's sour. Like that's how the shadow side for me, anyways could feel so that's my my opinion of light and shadow of, of like is is that side of you you know you can be you know that that when you when you think positive of yourself when you think positive of, of other people when you can see the good in other people the shadow is when you can hate yourself when you judge yourself or when you don't give other people a, a chance or when you are allowing yourself to not give another person a chance when you're allowing yourself to set a boundary that could be your shadow side too of saying no, 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 no. Like, it's okay for you not to like this person right now. Okay. Or it's okay for you to, to not do this right now because there's something crazy or there's something funky going, going on. on there yeah. that is just not going to be for the betterment of where we're going. So it's, it's these personalities, yeah, too. Yeah, like, I, I'm starting to kind of picture them more. Um, even with my makeup, you know, I'm trying out different things. You know, like we talked about emo is forever. So, yeah, but you just express it in different yes. ways, you know, whether it's wearing all black. And, yeah. and I mean, I had I had my the crow T-shirts and my <laughs> you know, studded necklaces yeah. and colored contacts and yeah, everything. Like you're, um, you're, so, you know, you're expressing yourself like people yeah. like forget, you know, that that you're allowed to do stuff like we're so busy being like repressed all the time. OK, you want to be successful Definitely, yeah. um, and coming from also like a family where I was basically a, a teen pregnancy. Um, there was a lot of uh, focus on me to be successful, to me, mm-hmm. for me to walk the line. You know what I mean? So nice. I feel like those pressures too, like in a lot of like families, whether you're, you know, whatever national nationality you are, you know, like you have to to go ahead and and reflect on that. Like how you said um, with the shadow work, with quarantine and everything, I feel like there is a bigger push for therapy these days, and people Definitely. have been left with their thoughts. Yeah. Um, whether that's safe or not, you know what I mean? People, you don't know what situation they have at home or if they have a home at the moment, like people who live together with other people, a lot of people lost their job. Like there's a lot of, I felt like self-reflection time during this pandemic that mm-hmm, we're still dealing sure. with. And people have to, to look at yourselves to go in order to go forward. If you want to be happy in life, like it's, it's up to you. And, um, you know, we really appreciate you shedding that light on that because like I, I, I can like uh, we spoke previously, I feel like I am a light person a lot. You know, even if I don't want to be mm-hmm. in a situation that I am in, uh, I will smile and bear through it because I feel like sometimes that's a safer option for myself mm-hmm. um, because sometimes, you know, I am actually uh, an angry person. Sometimes, you know, I get pissed off <laughs> yeah. and I like I I won't do it in, in front of people uh, unless I trust them. Um, yeah. I won't be uh, mm-hmm. myself, you know, sometimes that's with family members or not, you know, or people that I know, like I, I won't, you know, express that until later. Um, when I, mm-hmm. I took a look at a, f- a photo that I was in at the time and I don't know why I got very upset and angry. I got upset that this person showed me this photo that they had in my mind as instantly when I saw it, I was thinking, how fucking dare you have the audacity to show me that? Why are you showing me that photo? And I didn't say anything to that person because I realized that this is an internal struggle. Whether they showed me that photo or not, 
I know what what was going on through that time. And for them to show me that photo, I was triggered. I was fucking triggered. And I was like, whoa, like even just talking about getting heated. And a lot of times in my family, (laughs) I'm told to not get mad. They like to tell me, "Uh, no, don't get upset. Don't get upset. Okay, switch yeah. the subject. Don't 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 get her upset. Or I'm the bitch. Like I'm the bitch of the family. Like you know what I mean. And yep. I just you know. <laughs> I understand. You know yeah. I'm I'm the bitch. Like I'm always telling people like you know my two cents or like you know yeah. I don't like certain things or they're like oh Angel doesn't like that she's a bitch. You yeah. Know what I mean because like, you're vocal. Yeah. It's like no. Yeah. Exactly. You mm-hmm. know you you have to you have to recognize those things like how you said with the triggers like you have to um to recognize that and if you guys haven't signed on to nina diaz patreon like y'all need to get on that okay because she literally just (laughs) did a podcast on this subject so y'all need to listen in on that okay because i'm not educated okay she has it down (laughs) she has it down yeah that's what afterwards was like oh yeah you don't know what you know until after (laughs) you say it sometimes too it's like everything could be building up inside of you and then that's where i'm telling myself like let it let it out like let just let it out and, and, and really, you have to be open to learning other stuff because even when you're sharing something, it's not like, oh, my point is this is this is all there is to know. It's like, no, like you're sharing your piece, but that's what a conversation is, too. Like you're, you're listening to what other people have to share exactly. and what you everything you said right now, too. That's shadow work. Like you're, you're doing it like you're already doing it. Sometimes I think people out there don't realize they're doing shadow work like they, they think it's um they don't know when they're doing it when they're doing it. You know, because it's 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 not something that can be really drawn out of here's the first stage, like in AA, right. like there's step one, two, three, four. It's it's a con it's a lifelong thing. I mean steps are a lifelong thing too, but when it comes to shadow and light work, it's it is really forever. And right there when you get those triggers and because I off that's when when I talk about things with girl in a coma, yeah. you know, in the past. Like it used to get me a certain way, but now I've realized I've done some time to work through it in therapy and also personally when I do some journal writing or even musically as I as I let it out with my lyrics I'm finding these outlets for it rather than it festering inside of me and making me feel like well well, I guess I just need to make everything good and and pretend like I don't see something that I see you know like just it's just peaceful that way it's just peaceful that way but that that type of peace is not gonna last for you Mm -hmm. it might last as a bigger picture of like oh they're so happy but if you were like open up these people's heads you'd see like this hail of tears yeah. or or anger or fire or something inside mm-hmm. of them and that's what I'm I'm getting more in tune of understanding of hearing other people's uh, experiences with light and shadow work so I remember last time we talked to you were saying how light and shadow work was starting to pop up to you yeah more. and right there what you just said to me that's shadow work like you're doing it like it's happening you know you could start I bought this journal because sometimes it would be nice to have stuff written out of Congratulations, you made it to the next yeah, step. But it's yeah. not like it's just not like that yeah, sometimes. The but there's something that can bar, ha- like you do in the right. You get a little sticker. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I haven't played enough video games. But <laughs> I got the stickers. <laughs> yeah, like that's that's it was really cool. Like, and you're totally right on that. Like, you know, no one's there to to tell you, hey, like you you know what, you're you're leveling up. Like yeah. you're doing it. You know what I mean? And like, it, hey, you just boosted up. Good job. Yeah, we were joking. Yeah. We were jokingly saying how like you know some days you just want to fucking lose your shit especially yeah. in Houston we have like mm-hmm. so much traffic it's like you know what yeah I will get out of the car and get into a road rage fight <laughs> let's do it let's fucking do it like I'm ready like I'm ready to go to jail yeah. 
I'm I have things that are going on in my life. Like let's let's go ahead and put yeah. it all on the line. I was telling itself I had a nice free life. Let's go to jail. Yeah, exactly. Like there are days that are like that sometimes. And I wanted to to ask you um, about a book that you mentioned called The Four Agreements on your Patreon because mm-hmm. that book mm-hmm. came up. Um, around the time to me in my life when I had started gardening and I was telling it so um, that I had heard a little bit about that book um, and I was having a lot of like personal time you know at that time I didn't want to be in my thoughts because you know like how we said like I was thinking about a lot of things and at that time especially with the fucking media and news and they're just telling you like how many people were dying every day yeah. like you know, mm-hmm. you can't help but to think like, well, what am I doing? I'm I'm still alive. Like, you know, and you're thinking about you're just in your head. So I started mm-hmm. gardening and I didn't have a lot of fucking money. I was just doing what I could. I started like I live in an apartment complex. I don't have a damn house. Like I was <laughs> literally outside of my apartment complex, like digging and stuff. And that was therapeutic to me. Like I was like, hey, like I mm-hmm. never realized how much really I, I love plants and stuff. But I never really, really realized how much the earth is like giving back to us and how we mm-hmm. ourselves can make something grow with just giving it time and water is life and you know those are things mm-hmm. that were really resonating with me at the time and I would spend hours out there getting sunburned I'd have my glasses out and I'd be digging you know and I would just it was really therapeutic for me and what what can you tell us about that book well that's that's just it right like one of the agreements is get, having time for yourself and allowing things to grow as well um, a lot of it is focusing around compassion too in a strange way, the book is also talking about your own self-compassion, you know, and, and the way Don Miguel Ruiz explains a lot of his dialogue in his books. I like the way he speaks because it isn't always like oh, everybody's amazing. You always have to because there's always the yeah, you want to know that people are good, mm-hmm. but you also need to see your side in it, too. Like you also need to do some self-reflection. You also need to know when it's time for you to step away Um and to see the blessings that you do have in front of you, even if you don't have that one thing that you that you uh, want, like that the one thing that you're like, oh, I, once I have that, then everything's going to yeah. be perfect. It's, it's like, no, amazing. now, <laughs> like now is now is the time of assume you already have it, right. you know, and and treat your life as if uh, you do deserve the best thing. You know, and then to also be gentle with yourself when something doesn't come that you thought, oh, if it, why? Because I'm horrible. Mm-hmm. Like it, it teaches you the, the way he speaks is um, definitely a great way to get your mind kick started on. OK, yeah, like I, I can love myself. I, I can give myself a breather. Mm-hmm. I can I can show forgiveness when I feel like it's time to show forgiveness mm-hmm. as well. I don't have to feel the pressure of time. Yeah. Too. Especially as women, like we always think, oh, I'm getting old. I'm getting old. I got to oh have God, everything yes. figured <laughs> out. I'm, I'm not so sexy yeah. anymore or whatever. Like, like my boobs aren't up here You know, like it's, it's just like what, you know. Yeah. Like you're not supposed to be up there. Like I have all these gray hairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like oh, like just to, just to give yourself um, space to breathe. And like how you said you going out there to, to garden, that's amazing. Like to – and it's something that nature is – nature knows – what to do yes. to fix itself, I definitely right? Agree. Just like our bodies do. Yeah. Like our bodies know what it should do, but it's what we put into mm. our bodies that can mess up 
the whole chain reaction of everything that's going on. Um, so with because when you were talking about you gardening, I was just thinking how amazing that sounds. Thank you. you know, Thank you for not, not feel for not blasting me uh, because like a lot of people uh, during the fucking pandemic started gardening and stuff. And they're like, look at this wannabe Mother Nature looking ass. Like, true. you know, and I, I was one of those fake ones. <laughs> I planted exactly one cactus and that is it. That's where I stopped. But it's okay. It's okay. It's it's not so much about being okay, I guess let's go back to when I talked about like some spirit like spiritual uh-huh. people. There's the people that um they're like, Oh, sage oh, yeah. and, and but there's a difference between somebody that's like I know everything and they really have no experience. Mm-hmm. They don't take it to heart it's different with somebody that's like i'm trying this okay. i'm trying this out yeah. like i'm not saying that i'm perfect um i'm a the garden i can have this whole huge garden and i'm like <laughs> you know like look at everything i'm growing yeah. i'm uh, this is this is me forever like i'm the best planter in the world <laughs> and you just have one cactus you know it's, it's different it's, it's like you should yeah. I started allow yourself to try page and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, I freaking did that. Why? Like, it's like Why? Nina, you're calling me out right now, but no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but even if it's it's finding a balance yeah, with it, right? Definitely. Like you do want to allow yourself to try things, and then also how you said for me not not bashing you for for uh, doing that and think oh whatever like you're. You're not a true gardener. Yeah. <laughs> like you just did it because the pandemic. That's what the pandemic showed us mm-hmm. when, it, when we have these lock. When we had the lockdown, trying things that were just a hobby became a full time yeah, career. Exactly. Um, things that you thought, oh, I can, I can't do that because if I do that, then other people are gonna make fun mm-hmm. of me for doing yeah. things that you've had that in your mind. You're able to try it. I think during this oh, time. Oh, for sure. And something stuck and some didn't. So many like, because, okay, I got on TikTok, like starting of the pandemic because I was bored mm-hmm. and like a lot of people were making funny content on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I started following all these pages, like they would have hacks or like five minute crafts. And like mm-hmm. I would try those things. Like I made a shelf for my nail polish, um, which is pretty good. I'm not trying to toot my own. Yeah, it was awesome. And also, so like, I just, I just want to give you a quick shout out also, because I know that you inspired your brother to start doing things like that too. Yeah, my brother, he's super creative and talented. Um, And like, I'm always, I am always pushing him to like, do things with it. I'm like, dude, you know how to paint you because he's like, kind of like how you are with your music. Um, Like, he did not study anything like he doesn't know like the uh, contrasting colors and how to use like negative and all that space he just does whatever like feels right for him with his Mm -hmm. art and like he's made so many things like he made my mom a little uh gazebo almost like for his plants to hang in there too and I'm like, dude, I'm like, you're so talented. Yeah. So, like, he has his own YouTube yeah. channel now. So What really caught my eye That's awesome. when she told me is that when her brother made her a record player, like a holding uh, yeah. thing, I was like, what the fuck? I was like, <laughs> that is badass. Yeah, he made me a, yeah, because yeah, I had my record player on, what did I have it on? I don't even remember. But basically, it was, like, hidden in one of the corners of my room. And I'm like, I haven't even like touched it. So I asked him to build me a little shelf, like stand mm-hmm. type thing. And he built one. He uh, he he hates it. <laughs> well, it is awesome. I was like, yeah. that. It, it was a perfect compact size. He told me, yeah, like he was like, yeah, I need to remake that because that's crap. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, I love this. What are you talking about? I'm like, 
But that's that's what I feel like artists do that to their creations yeah. all the time, especially as they progress mm-hmm. in something. Like I'll look back at some of the videos I've made at the beginning because that's another thing when it comes to skills of I'm learning how to edit videos yeah. I'm learning how to we're, we're filming our own videos here and I look at some of the first ones and I'm like oh god it's <laughs> really bad quality uh like or I listen to some of my earlier recordings like ah, I should have changed this but it's like oh well you had to go from that step yeah. to get to this step like it's not like you're gonna autumn and even at this step where you think you're awesome you're gonna get even better like you're yeah. gonna look at stuff that you look at now and you're gonna think uh and then it's also <laughs> being kind to yourself to know all right that's where I was at that time mm-hmm. here I am at this time and then with you trying different hobbies out I'm sure that inspires your brother too yeah. like that's the thing right like even if something doesn't necessarily stick for you somebody's watching that you know true. somebody's watching that could be like oh they're doing it let me do yeah. it like my friend my one of my good friends uh, she has a DJ Anita Boogie uh, she has her own production she's she's known me since I was like 15 mm-hmm. years old her own she puts on shows and she's always been supportive of me awesome. and and of a girl in a coma and, and of Faya too. She's she's a Libra and she's always got like great ideas, but then she's like over here and over there. But she still hap- she gets things done and and she started to film her own content and edit yeah. it. And I thought I can like she's doing I could let me try yeah. you know like so your friends that start something and maybe it sticks with them. But at least maybe that's supposed to like kickstart something else in somebody else. And to be open about it, I think it's it's important to do that because those that want to bash you or make you feel shitty for trying something new, I, I, I always say, well, what are you what are you doing? Like the person that's talking smack. Yeah. Now I, I'm like, well, what do you do with your life yeah. that makes you feel so inclined yeah, to tell me how horrible so I'm better, doing with yeah. my life? <laughs> yeah, you know, and that that that's where my mind is now. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll change as I go down my path of light and shadow. But right now, my mind is is at a why are you saying this to me? Yeah. Like why are you saying this negative thing to me? Or why? And then sometimes nobody says anything negative, and it's just us saying it yeah, to ourselves. Yeah. And then you have to tell yourself, who are yeah. you to say that? <laughs> yeah. like, what what happened to you to make you talk to yourself that way? Yeah. It, it's like a it's a it's a cycle of of understanding of of that inner that inner voice to make it nicer because then that'll make you uh, I feel more prepared to share new things with other people because there's going to be somebody that has an opinion right yeah. like everybody has an opinion right. and then that's that's where all the trolls come from mm-hmm. and everything like that like some people they just want to push buttons yeah. and it's in the life that we live now with everything we have available to us that's just something that's going to be the offset of it. You know, of course, everything has to have a balance, right? right? So it's like, here, I'm able to present everything. Oh, here's all these negative Mm -hmm. people that are also able to present everything. (laughs) So it's it's understanding that there's that balance in that. But I think that the pandemic is definitely a time for people to to have tried new skills. And again, some... Like your your brother looks at that and think, ah, oh, it's shitty. Yeah. But hey, he he did it, yeah. you know. And I'm sure his, his skills are, are they're getting stronger. Oh yeah. And, and again, like I'm, I'm doing the same thing with filming and recording. It, it's it's scary, you know. Like I could get mad at myself. Like I was editing yesterday and I just got Final Cut Pro. Mm-hmm. I was using iMovie before, and then I thought, you know what? I think I could get Final Cut Pro. Like I feel like I've graduated yeah. to being able to get it. You know, it's it costs a couple hundred bucks, but I'm like all right like worth make it, it back. yeah like invest you, got, you gotta invest exactly. in yourself and then as soon as i opened it i couldn't get mm-hmm. it right away i'm like oh but it's like nina you just yeah. opened up the program <laughs> you're not gonna get it you know like yeah. be nice yeah. to yourself so then, like i youtubed a bunch yeah. of videos and by the end of the night i had my first 
little video take edited nice. and, and and I'm working on the the rest of them for a stream that's coming up but it feels good you know just to know that anything new that you're trying one you're going to doubt yourself mm-hmm. two you're going to think other people are going to doubt you and then eventually you'll be able to see that at least you're trying yeah like that's one of the things like I, I'm starting my Spanish lessons back up again next mm-hmm. month because I took a, a break from Spanish that's one of the things that my teacher uh told me because I'm doubting myself. I'm doing long pauses in between words because I don't want to start to speak English. You yeah. know, so I'm just quiet trying to find the words in my mind. And she's patient with me. And she says, at least you're trying. Yeah. Like, that's the difference. Like, and that's something I think all of us should remember with anything new is that at least you're trying at the top of the of a building mm-hmm. and just say, at least you're trying. Get down. <laughs> you're cool. Everything's going to be yeah. okay. No, I definitely I definitely feel like that, you know, everything kind of has a trickle down effect, like how you said, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. like, you know, you have you have to go ahead and, and step out of your comfort zone, like in order to get real results and to change for the better. You know, whether you're in a situation you don't want to be in or maybe you just realize, like, Mm -hmm. I'm unhappy. You know what I mean? All of a sudden. But thank you so much for making time, Nina, for this episode. Like, we truly appreciate your conversation. And it's always interesting. And it's just really great to hear with, you know, what's going on with you. And thank you for answering all of our, as we like to say, selfish questions that only we want to know. Yeah. Oh, so hopefully somebody else also wants to know these. Yeah, no, they, it's, it, that's the thing, too. If anything you think, there's at least one other person that's thinking the same thing, yeah. if not more, you know, which can be like even a negative, like, oh, if I think that that means somebody else. Yeah, maybe somebody <laughs> is. It's okay. Yeah. Like, that doesn't mean you have to carry that thought with you. Like, the, if you get that positive thought in your mind, there's a bunch of people thinking that, too. So these mm-hmm. questions you're asking, it's just the same as, like, when somebody shares their talent. Like, somebody said something about, like, where would we be if blah, blah, blah didn't come out? Like, that's that's how we, we get certain artists. Exactly. They got out of their bedroom. They got out of, you know, they pushed themselves out. Where would we be if, if Kurt Cobain and Nirvana didn't go out, you know, and play? Yeah. You know, or the Beatles or, exactly. you know, Bjork. If Bjork was just this strange, beautiful person <laughs> that we just never knew, you know? So it's it's, you have to know, like, you have to step out, even if just one person attracts to yeah. it. It's awesome because that one person can tell someone else and someone else just the same as negative things can pass down. Yeah. So can positive things. Yeah. So, yeah, this is awesome. I'm re- I'm happy to be of service to y'all, you know, and I think it's cool. Everything you're doing and, and what y'all are sharing with me, too, is very enlightening as well as I as I continue on my understanding of just connections and yeah. shadow work and light work as well. Thank you so much. And. For everyone listening, go ahead and follow Nina on Instagram at Nina Diaz Solo and check out her Patreon account that has just launched. She is updating us about her new album in the works and you get exposed to some pretty great and intimate details of how that process is going. And I honestly have to say, like, it is great. It is worth thank you every second to go through that content yeah. because you're um, showing things that we have not seen before. Yeah, like you mentioned, you're kind of more open about your journey with your music, and it's like it it makes mm-hmm. sense because you you really are introducing almost like every step of the way on your Patreon. And I just found this out yeah. yesterday that Patreon has an app that you could download on your phone. Yes. So you don't have to go on your computer. Yeah. Which is what I was doing. So I was like weeks backed up and like go on my computer and then watch everything. But now I have it on my phone so I can 
see it cool. as soon as you post it but yeah i mean I, I really do feel like you're introducing every single step of the way so it's not like here you go here's new music yeah. it's like or here's a sample that's it yeah like you know yeah it's really cool yeah thank you for listening to fan banter